You are listening to a Where is the Line shit show. An unfortunate aberration in quality, length, and content. Conceived only for the purpose of releasing more than one show each month. But don't worry, it's still fucked up. Hey son, have you heard of the dark one? The choice is so easy to make. Just open your heart to the dark one. The way of the devil is great. So let's all drink blood now. So now let's all drink blood. So let's all drink blood now. Now, now, now. Thank you for listening to this Where is the Line shit show. Shit shows are shorter and often shittier versions of our regular show. This is episode 20. My name is Kevin, and with me today is my dear friend and owner of the largest head of hair in podcasting, Samantha. Say something disturbing, Samantha. Spaghetti. Spaghetti. (laughs) Yes. When you hear the word spaghetti, honk your horn. We actually have a few more patrons now. We're up to 25. That's amazing. Thank y'all. Our three new patrons are at the disturbed level, Vibel. Okay. <laughs> Our V-Bell. Jax Berno. I really like that. Wait. <laughs> V-Bell or Vibel and Jax Berno. And at our troubled level, Quade Another. god damn it people pick a fucking name that people can pronounce that's amazing (laughs) we have all three of our new fucking patrons have picked these names that just i think you did a good job though let us know if he didn't well if you (laughs) if 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 vibel quade another and jack burno ever get their own podcast let me know and I will become a patron of yours, and I'll pick a name that's nothing but fucking consonants. And thank y'all again. Yes, thank you. Thank you very much. I'm sorry if I seemed angry about the names. Be on the lookout for a special letter (laughs) from me and Kevin. Samantha is about to start mailing out the stickers to our patrons. Yeah, and I'm going to shake it up. I'm going to get really personal with it. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) You'll see. (laughs) So, do you want to get into this episode? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. If you know someone who, as their profession, is a nurse, it might have crossed your mind that these people have seen some incredibly fucked up things. Absolutely. But also, your friend who is a nurse has probably not told you about these things. On this episode of Where is the Line, we're going to be talking to a nurse who is going to tell us all of those little things that you might have been better off having not heard. And that's what we're doing today. Talking with a nurse who is going to tell us all of those ridiculously fucked up things that nurses see but don't talk about. We're here with someone who would prefer to stay anonymous, but who (laughs) told me to pick out a name for them. (laughs) <laughs> on the fly. So, uh, say hello, Peanut. <laughs> Peanut. 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 That's a good Peanut. one, Kevin. Peanut, thank you for being here with us today. 
So Peanut is a nurse who has agreed to tell us <laughs> things that most nurses <laughs> won't tell like you. Crimes or something. <laughs> Just a little while ago, Peanut was telling me about a patient of hers that ate her own toes. Oh man, this was a while back. But let's say she didn't feel she 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 probably could not feel her toes, mm-hmm. and. We had to dress them, but she would peel them off and start eating them again. She didn't do it in front of us. Her toes? Her like, toes. How, like, how they looked she... kind of like charcoal covered. Like, I guess if you take like a hot dog weenie and kind of smear it. Yeah. In Were the, dust. Was there like necrotic flesh happening on them? Is oh, that yeah. why they were black? Mm-hmm. Okay. So she was able to just like pull the whole toe off or like pieces I want to say because the that she would just kind of you know yeah, like I mean, a monkey like, oh she was like no it wasn't like she tore them like a, off and she was ate like them. chewing yeah. on them and eating yeah, them like, off yeah oh. like gnawing on them I guess like how kids would suck their okay so or she was actually biting them with her mouth okay I got you that's crazy with her mouth yeah did you ever get any sense of how she started doing that? Like how long? Oh, she had of been doing course that? she's obviously had to have been doing that for a long time because you know once you hit some bone I mean that's gonna take a little more yeah clenching of that so what did her feet look like i mean was it just like no they looked like like bones sticking out well they looked like you know like here like here's my foot Mm -hmm. and it was kind of like think if you cut it off like each of my toes off it like that that digit but just kind of varying in size Mm -hmm. are we talking about just like a degloving of the skin and the flesh and like leaving the bone sticking out of the foot you could only kind of you could see the bone you could see the bone on her big toe mm-hmm. you could see it sticking out it was weird and then, uh, you know you don't ever really want to see people's bones and stuff but the rest <laughs> of it they just looked like you'd like burnt like burnt the end of some yeah. tubular meat was there any pus or mm, no just black okay it was just, just black, just black and flesh yeah just black fleshy it didn't really it didn't even really have a scent anymore maybe it's maybe I don't know maybe it just gotten used to Dead smells. <laughs> <laughs> I got to throw in a little curveball on this one. Um, at one point, she had this area on her backside that she would dig her fingers into. Really? And then use that same hand and reach for her toes. She always, oh, she loved pulling out. Like it all, every time we would dress it and get it just right, 30 minutes later, she's pulled it off and she's just scratching around all in it. Oh my God. And it was like this big. Yeah. It was huge. God, almost like She's the, holding her hands up. To, like a jumbo potato. Yes. Yeah. Like when you go good, to Walmart yeah. and they've got the huge just processed potatoes that are just pumped full of <laughs> all kinds of poison, <laughs> awful things that make it large. Probably gluten. <laughs> <laughs> they just pump some extra in there. Oh my God. They go How did those start? Did it start from her like scratching at it, or did something else happen? And then like she just well, no, like when if you sit in one spot too long, does it not hurt? Mm -hmm. It's that after you if you don't move and let blood circulate Mm -hmm. back through, then your skin just starts to break down. So they just started out as bed sores or something. Yeah, well, basically, I mean, I could have just said bed sores and just saved all that, but. I was trying to explain the science of it all to you. No, okay. I'm <laughs> well, because yeah. I always wanted to do wound care. Oh. You wanted to do I wanted, wound care. no, well, let's, 
hold on. I like wound care. I don't like wound care and having to do it over and over again on you all the day long because I'm sitting in front of you for 12 to 16 hours a day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But to be one that goes around and looks at all of them and yeah, does yeah. it like one time, okay, and this is how you do it. Move on. What did you want to do wound care? Are you like... Because wounds are kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I always felt like that's one of those things that you shouldn't admit. I like seeing a big gashing wounds, <laughs> you know. Well, I mean, it, it, it's like a cup of coffee in the morning. It brightens your it's eyes you and up. you're like, oh, holy shit. <laughs> the toad lady. Are we done with the toad lady? Whatever happened to her? Oh, gosh, she's probably dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, no, we ended up putting her somewhere else because she didn't even belong on our, our area. And we, I just, we just don't have time for all that. Pull it off your toad. Dressings every 15 minutes for a snack. We don't have time for your toe eating. Oh, gosh. And that sounds so <laughs> insensitive now. It's, it's a thing, but it's a thing that, like, you actually consider at your job <laughs> that is something that would just never... An emergency for me at my job is, oh, this computer system went down. And an, like, an emergency. That's a big emergency. But like, you see a woman who's eating her toes and just like, it's like a, it's, it's like when you're about to go in and see them, that the person before you says, okay, get ready. And you're like, get ready for what? Did you eat breakfast this morning? Yeah. Okay. Because you're not going to want to eat anymore. How many times have you had that conversation? Oh, God. Uh, any pretty, probably the... Top maybe top five were the things I'm remembering for this, but it it would be it wouldn't even just be a wound. It could be like just someone shitting all over the place or just uh Have you been shit on? Yes. Innumerable times or was it like an incident? It was uh well it'd be different kinds of shit. Sometimes it's liquid shit, sometimes it's <laughs> bloody shit, which god, that was the worst cuz but it was, I think it was actually just straight blood. Bloody shit smells really Wait, bad. Bloody shit does smell you bad. You have been bloody shit on? Well, yeah. Okay. Been peed on. Maybe this is probably why I don't want kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, also Absolutely. children are just fucking terrible anyway. Oh, they're disgusting. I know. I'm, they're disproportionate. Sticky. But they do smell weird. Everybody, people act like kids don't smell weird. They smell they weird. They scream and they don't stop clean. when you tell them to. They're constantly putting their fingers in their buttholes and not telling and you then and then touching, touching you. you. Uh-huh. And sometimes they'll touch your face or they'll, t- they'll stick yeah. that tiny little pinky straight up your nose. Yeah. What? Stick their, oh, I am not familiar with this. Kids are of. always, yeah, they're always touching their, their buttholes. Mm-hmm. In it? Yes. Oh, because there's a there's an anal phase. And exactly. Kids totally are constantly. You did it too, Kevin. This you is may your not remember. One hundred and one Freudian theory. This. Yeah. Yes. This is all part of the hand mouth. <laughs> this is why some of us are more prone to be smokers. Mm-hmm. We probably had to like come you know. off the teat too early, or our parents wouldn't let us suck our thumbs, or we sucked our thumbs too long. It's a hand mouth obsession. But there's an oral phase, but there's also the anal phase. The anal phase. And when you were little, Kevin, you used to stick your little fingers up your butthole, <laughs> and then you didn't tell your mom, and you would stroke her face. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> this is not a common phase, and you're the only person that did that. But he no. could have never done that because he doesn't have a butthole. Oh, my God. Look at you. Exactly. The nurse That's in the why. room figuring that shit out. Mm-hmm. Thank you. 
There's no butthole So you didn't do what I just said you did. No, I, I'm, it's <laughs> physically impossible for me. Well, I didn't do that either. <laughs> we all took a break. <laughs> and when I went outside, uh, Liz asked me how it was going. And I said, it's fantastic. Peanut is a fucking gold mine because <laughs> she just said <laughs> <laughs> one of, uh, I remember seeing a guy with no face eat spaghetti and then started laughing <laughs> oh. hysterically. <laughs> so let's hear about the, the no faced spaghetti eater. Let's see. Um, Oh, yeah, but, like, you hear sometimes about, like, I guess, um, I guess to give a premise to this, how I, certain, well, I guess we can just say cancers, eat your body. Mm-hmm. You know, like skin cancer? Yeah. They look really gross and stuff. Mm-hmm. All over your face. Like, basically, I guess we can say this man, he had, well, let's say this this person, <laughs> it went from... If I'm drawing on my face, like here, I guess like a Phantom of the Opera. Okay. That mask I got gotcha. you. Mm-hmm. That's it. And it was all just beefy. Oh, God. Like the eyeballs look like little marbles. Yeah, kind of. yeah. And I don't know, somehow. It, ha- it was over both eyes? Yes, yes. God bless his heart. He couldn't see a damn thing. Was it like over his mouth area so where you could kind of see like his teeth going up into his gums, you know, because his gums were exposed? No, it actually kind of, it, somehow it missed his whole mouth okay. because he could still manage spaghetti. Okay, like I was wondering. Because okay. he ate all the time. He loved it. <laughs> oh, gosh. And it, well, the thing is, is that you have to feed him because he can't see. Mm-hmm. So, the, but the whole time he's talking and you just, you're just looking and you're just seeing just gobs of blood dressing just dropping out oh, from under oh god oh yeah yeah but he's telling you the most thought-provoking story about the south and music history and what have you where you kind of just forget about that yeah so he was he was very talkative and oh uh, I mean, it, it was one of those you can't get out of the room. Was he on a lot of pain medication? Because obviously mm-hmm. he was, no? He no. wasn't in a lot of pain from his half-gone face? No, surprisingly. Oh, okay. Because, well, it kind of makes you wonder how long he had that half-gone face. Yeah. And he had never been to the hospital. Like, there was no records of him. Oh, my goodness. Anywhere. I don't think he's ever been to a doctor in his life. Mm-hmm. Was he, like, a homeless person or something? Like, like I think he had a house. I think. Like, it got to I'd that like to point he before he came in? Is that what you're... But wouldn't you notice a homeless man with no face? I would. But <laughs> so he came into the hospital with half of his face kind of like that's rotting, why he right? came in. No, he came. Well, I think I want to say maybe he came in from some like maybe he saw a, a doctor or something because he I think I want to say he was way out in the country like a friend dropped him off. Okay, and was like, oh yeah, well. But this I've isn't... got this going on. <laughs> oh, I've, I've been thinking this was like a progression that happened in the hospital and people were cutting. Like, he came in looking like this. He came in looking like that. Oh, That's horrifying. 
Think about going to the grocery store. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> what was he doing? Like, <laughs> how was he carrying on like this? And to Crawling. me, well, I found him in the floor once and said, "Oh my god, <laughs> oh my god, what if, what if one of those little marbles just goes against something?" Oh god. So he had no eyelids. No, not at all. Imagine, I guess, if we're painting the picture, if. I just took hamburger meat and, like, smeared it all over your face with ketchup, and mm-hmm. that's what you saw. Okay. That's a good image. What about his nose? Was his nose intact? No. Or, okay. It was there kind was of— no nose. Okay. No nose. But was there, like, just a hole in his face where the nose was? Hellraiser. That's what it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, midway through the movie where he's still, like, a fun- almost like a functional human being, demon, but— Yeah, yeah. We're still growing all that. When, f- when Frank is almost whole— yeah. And Hellraiser. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> so what was your responsibility with this person? I mean, when you went in there, what did you have to do? Once a day, just had to put a new, just, just you know, a new, new dressing on his face. But it's really just kind of like winging it. Like, mm-hmm. how, do I, how, how do you do this? Because he doesn't stop talking. Mm-hmm. So we're talking the whole time. but at this, And you're like, I need, I need you to stop because I'm taping your whole head. But stuff just starts dripping. And he's like, well, hold on. i got to do this. He was kind of manic. Oh, I don't okay. think he ever slept. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so did he stay in the hospital for a long time while he's trying to heal? No. Or was there going to be any healing for his face? Were they going to put skin grafts on it? I don't even know what mm-hmm. you'd attach it to. Okay. <laughs> oh. Well, that's not good. <laughs> yeah, he just went home and never heard from him again. Oh, my God. That makes me think that he wasn't long for this world. I don't think he was, and I don't think he cared. Mm. Hmm. But he seemed happy. He seemed happy living in his lonely life. If you can be happy with no face. Well, if I was him, (laughs) I would definitely ask for some (laughs) painkillers. So All of them. (laughs) You said that there were five top stories, and I've only heard you previously talk about two. I'm trying. Hold on. I'm thinking. I'll tell a story while you're thinking. Okay. So my dad was an RN for over 30 years before he retired, and he worked at different hospitals in Alabama, and he was a traveling nurse for a little bit too. But he worked in the ER for at an emergency room in a rural hospital. And when I was younger, when he was working there, he used to tell me this story about this very large woman that used to come in all the time. And for the past decade, she had literally been pregnant every year because she had had 10 children just back to back to back, like just constantly... Mm getting pregnant as soon as she could after having a kid. So at this point, she would come into the ER late at night when my dad was working overnight because her vagina had prolapsed. It was just prolapsing all the time. And she would come in to get them to put it back up. You know, they they tack it back up in there. Sometimes you just kind of can stuff it back up in there. But (laughs) she, she was constantly just, she'd come in and be like, it's come out again. Like <laughs> <laughs> that's your complaint. It's come out again. And they were just like, what the fuck? Yeah, like it would prolapse when she was trying to have sex. It would prolapse if she was straining too hard to take a shit. It would prolapse if she was bending over sometimes. <sighs> Horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> that would it seems like they would like stay you know Pack it up in there or something. It like, just, once, this is happening too much. Or at least let's learn to put it back in at let's home. Let's put yeah. some thread in there or something. She yeah, was just... sew this up in there. She was so messed up. There was no permanent solution. It was just... 
is probably still prolapsing to this day. You think she's alive? Nah, she's probably dead. Totally. <laughs> she was not in good health. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Your vagina's falling out. Yeah. It's come out again. I want to ask you something, Peanut. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're being really open and it's something. So you do like catheters and things. Yes. Has anyone ever gotten an erection? Like before, like before having to do that? Yeah, like Are you when, saying before, like in like in general, like with a male? Well, so yeah, like in the process of we're that. about to do this, like I'm about to hold hold your penis and shove something. Yeah, but you're gonna specifically a catheter. But your response to this suggests that the, something like this has happened. It has happened. It's never happened to me personally, but it has happened. And you were supposed to say, "We do not tolerate that kind of behavior, sir," and I'll leave you alone for a few minutes. Or just, uh, oh, really? I'm going to give you a few say. minutes. Well, s- some of them, like, there is is been one of the things that's known to happen. Like, they'll we all know each other. We've all seen the same people kind of flowing through. And I'm sure that's like how it's everywhere. You, you, you learn who the pervs are, I guess. Is that weird to say? You <laughs> no. Learn who the pervs oh, are? Just, I mean, like. Some of it, them, like, they like it. Like, they're dirty. They're I like, think it's something absolutely. that just, like, happens. I mean, it's just, I, I think it's a natural. But you're you trained don't have a bowl, about it. Like, but... somebody tells you, like, this is. This is what you do if this happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you say, I'm going to leave you alone for a few minutes. That's good. <laughs> That's really good. That's the best thing to say. <laughs> I have this irrational fear of this happening. If you ever have to get a catheter and that happens? Yeah. I mean, I don't think that that would happen. I can't imagine that it would. But, you know, just sometimes it just happens inappropriately at times. I would think the fear of getting a catheter, because they don't mm-hmm. feel good, would like overrule, yeah, it would yeah. overrule your boner. Well, but then there's also, <laughs> because I'm already worried about it, there's the don't get a boner, don't get a boner, don't get a boner, <laughs> which, you know, it's like the don't think of pink elephants thing. Like, mm-hmm. if you just keep telling yourself not to do it, it'll happen. You seem like a person that would get boners when you're afraid. <laughs> Nervous boners. <laughs> you like, you like, um, you like the thrill of being afraid and it gives you boners. I don't think so. No, I don't think, no. All right, I'm just speculating. But (laughs) this specific situation Mm -hmm. is like one of those weird fears that you get for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I can see how that's like This could happen. Yeah. And so what's going to happen if that happens? The nurse is going to say, I'm going to give you a few minutes. (laughs) I would rather like, I feel like if this happens to me, I just want (laughs) us to all pretend like it's not happening. Well, I don't know. I would rather, you know, I think that I, I would rather that the nurse be like, oh, I need to go get, I forgot <laughs> to bring something in here. Oh, I'll be gonna, right back. Yeah, I'll be right back. I forgot, I forgot this thing. And then like, <laughs> oh, I need you know, size. just go give me a little while. But that's not what they say. Well, at least putting a catheter in, in uh, penis hole is a lot easier than fishing around and trying to find the one in someone's vagina. Oh, God. That's difficult? Yes. Unbelievably so. Why? Because everyone's just created a little different down mm-hmm. there. Sometimes it's up high, sometimes it's down low, sometimes it's over the valley. That makes sense. And you have to kind of find it. Which <laughs> I don't. Which there's there's one there's one girl that she can do that. She's very good at just being able to find someone's pee hole, oh, whether you went through before. Yeah. They she's able to slide it in, Ugh. and I don't understand how that works. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that feels like. I just know I've seen it. Mm-hmm. Just think about having four people around you trying to find your pee hole. 
and then sticking a rod up it. That would be really weird. Hey, you know what? He doesn't know how big a catheter is. You've been swabbed, though, for an STD (gasps) test, and I think that probably hurts, right? I would think that would hurt. No, they just do a blood test. Just uh, not even saying They don't stick that. Look for gonorrhea, though. They don't, or in chlamydia, they don't stick a, they don't. No, they I've don't been stick tested. the it long Q-tip in there. Like, nobody touched anything down there. Wait it's a minute. Just like a blood test. And you were... have never had a long Q-tip stuck inside of your pee hole to swab for STDs. No, they don't do that anymore. Since Are when? You... Wait. <laughs> for Since certain when? things, they do. I've had STD tests, and they just take I... in my blood every time. That is news to me. Yeah. That they don't do that anymore because that really. Okay. I mean, it was news to me, too. But, <laughs> <Okay>. I mean, <laughs> am I wrong? Did I not have... Have no. I just been having, like, I think they've just, HIV testing? But, but Kevin, I'm pretty sure 20 years ago, when you were sexually active, they were swabbing penises. So, so you're telling me you Back didn't... when I was sexually active. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. (laughs) I don't remember the suave thing. I'm 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 sure that I would remember that. Maybe you maybe you just blocked it out of your mind, like you just like you know how dissociative people do. It was just such Um, a major. No, this motherfucker didn't go get tested. back then. No, I didn't. <laughs> the truth comes out. <laughs> I was always safe. I was never like. You're crazy. Do you know the most beautiful woman could have AIDS? <laughs> or the clap? I... Mm-hmm. Well, when I finally did get tested, I didn't have anything. So. Well, you're lucky. You are so lucky. Well, I was safe. There's no safe. There's no safe. Everyone's contaminated. <laughs> Except for us. <laughs> yeah, the room. three of us in this room. <laughs> We're all squeaky clean. Of contamination. So, <laughs> peanuts. Walk through negative pressures to get in here. <laughs> what else you got? I wish I knew more people that ate their own body parts. <laughs> <laughs> I love talking to you so much. Like, I, wish I, I can't imagine that. anybody other than me that would say that. I enjoy it, too. <laughs> I don't know anybody that eats their own body parts. Other than our interview that we had, who ate other people's body parts. But I would probably eat other people's body parts. Would you? If it was cooked just right. Okay, so that's a great question. So... You would I be mean, willing to eat human flesh for, for whatever reason. This comes up a lot with us. Yeah. You know, sometimes I lay in bed at night and I think a lot about doomsday scenarios mm-hmm. and how I'm oh, going to survive. Me too. All the time. It's therapeutic. But I think, yeah, I probably would. Let's say that there is a Facebook event opens up and uh, somebody's like, we're going to serve... Oh, yeah, there was a man who was in a car accident, and the bottom part of his leg was mangled beyond anything, And but they took it off at the hip, and we were going to serve the unmangled-up thigh. Mm-hmm. $50 a plate. 
And it's totally legal. Well, that sounds kind of steep. Fifty dollars? I have to pay fifty dollars to eat something like that. Well, I have to pay fifty dollars to eat a person. An exotic cut of meat. That you are paying for the exoticness. You are paying to be able to say that I ate human flesh. Would you pay fifty dollars to go have a nice sit-down dinner? It Mm. would be prepared by a professional. Honestly, I think it would be more fun if you just kept it all kind of a surprise. Present it to me on a pretty platter. And it, I not mean, tell you what it is until you've eaten it? Maybe or so. Or saying, then I, but then I would already know. <laughs> you want to be... So you I want, want to be pleasantly surprised. Okay. You want to act... You, you want that? someone to trick you into eating human flesh. Because if, if there's anybody you know that might do that to you... It's going to be you. That is true. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode 20 of Where is the Line? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We release episodes on the 1st and the 13th of each month, so if you enjoyed the show, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next one. You can also check us out on Facebook and Instagram. If you enjoyed the show, you might also consider leaving us a review. We have about burned through that influx we had from our new Hollywood crime scene listeners. Oh, God. (laughs) So the day is fast approaching that we will have no new reviews to read on the show. Do you know I had a nightmare about this? Really? Yes, about us running out of reviews. (laughs) Well, it's about to happen. God damn it. (laughs) So if you've ever considered leaving us a review, now's a good time. So maybe hop on to Apple Podcasts and do what these fine folks did. Merrily Haley writes, Yes, I honk my horn. All right. This pod is amazing, educational, entertaining, and overwhelming at the same time. Hollywood crime scene turned me into listening to y'all. Five stars all the fucking way. Now that's a fucking awesome review. I I added the fucking in. She actually just said five oh. stars all the way, but okay. Okay. <laughs> Bree Hobie writes, something disturbing. I've listened to every episode this past couple of days during my corporate office job. I actually really love it. Nice. In parentheses. Okay. And I'm also here from Hollywood Crime Scenes Recommendation. Awesome. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Thanks to Rachel. You're both great together. And I love (laughs) that you make Oddity feel normal. Highly recommended. That makes me feel really good. You know what? I love that someone said that we make Oddity feel normal. Because a lot of times, I mean, we've known each other before we did podcasts, and this was just the kind of shit that we talked about. Mm -hmm. And now we're, like, making a podcast, and people are writing, saying things like, this sounds like conversations that I have. Yeah. That makes, I mean, that does make, that makes me feel normal. Yeah. (laughs) Or at least, like, we have a community of people who will meet someone for the first time and be like, 
you know how many people Richard Ramirez killed? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which I have let off a lot of conversations with new people with my letter. From oh, I know Ramirez. you have. It's definitely something to talk about. Yeah, it's always good to find like-minded individuals. In addition to, or in the stead of leaving a review, you can leave us a voicemail at 386-227-7848. I feel like that probably spells something. Yes, Kevin. I believe that spells dumbass tit. Dumbass tit. <laughs> if you've got a show idea or a comment to leave, something you think about me and Samantha. Mm-hmm. Something inspirational about us. Call dumbass tit and let us know. That's going to do it for episode 20 of Where's the Line. We'll be back on December 13th with our Christmas episode, which is going to be a full episode and thus better edited and more coherent. Thank you all so much for listening, and we'll see you again soon. Goodbye. Classic Red